Blog Talk Radio. Hello, this is Robbie Motter, the host of Gabriel Strategies for Success, where each Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and other time zones across the country, we bring you dynamic speakers. And today we have an incredible guest. Her name is Merle Hartstein, and she is a published author. author. The book is Confidence for Women, Internal, External, Eternal. And she's presently working on another book called Bounce Back Women. She is a keynote speaker, strategic life coach, confidence expert, founder of Bounce Back Women, an actress, a model, a sports person. She is on the board of directors of walkforgood.org and Stage Left Children's Together, and she's uh, part of the New York chapter NCC.org, which is Nation's Cervical Cancer Co- Coalition. She grew up with everything life had to offer. She had lived a charged life, or so she thought. But after surviving unimaginable adversities such as cancer, abuse, divorce, a child with addiction, and a special needs grandchild, she became a warrior who needed to get her life back. Her formula for survival became living her life with passion, compassion, gratitude, and confidence. Once that happened, she began to thrive. She became an advocate for giving back and helping other women find their passions and joys in their lives and sharing their tools for survival, which has become her platform. Welcome, Merle. I'm so happy to have you as a guest tonight on my show. Thanks, Robbie. I'm very happy to be here. Why uh, Why did you write the book uh, on confidence for women? Well, I felt that we live in a very male-dominated world, and I felt that women needed to find their own methods for finding confidence um, that were that pertained to them specifically. Um, I found that we're so different from men, um, and you know, when it comes to emotional discoveries, we needed to be on a separate journey. So. When it came to our relationship needs, our physiological and our hormonal makeup, and our own sense of values, they're so unique to being a woman that I felt that we needed a book just for us. Oh boy, that's great! And um, what are what are uh, some of the causes of low self-esteem? Because that, a lot of times, that's some of the reasons that you know we get into different aspects of our life. Absolutely. Um, anything and everything affects our self-esteem. Starting from when we're children, from our earliest memories and relationships, from being from the outside influences, um, even in our own household, how it's run, if it's structured or not, we need need structure to feel secure, and we needed that as a child, and we still need it as adults. Our role models, um, our parents became, you know, the first and foremost, person for us to see about, you know, being secure and insecure, our siblings, our cousins, our friends, um, you know, if, if they aren't positive, you, you start adding layers of low self-esteem on, on yourself. So uh, later on in life, teachers also play a huge role in our confidence or lack of our confidence. Um, uh, these are the, the layers that, that start, uh, even our friends, um you know, it's all about what we see and how we learn to feel about ourselves. We we learn early on that people are mean due to their own lack of happiness and, and self-worth. And, and 
when we see that, you know, as we get older, we, we, you know, we try to understand where it comes from. Once we understand, then we could turn it around and change it. Yeah, somebody, uh, one of the guests I had on recently was telling me that one, somebody that she had been working with had her, from young, the mother told her she just wasn't smart. So yeah. the girl went on and she went to college and she graduated with honors, but it was almost like she keeps trying to prove she's a workaholic and she is, everything has to be perfect because she was mm-hmm. told, yeah. you know, that she couldn't. So sometimes it starts in childhood. Absolutely. My mother, I had a sister, an older sister, my mother would say to me, oh, someday you'll blossom just like your sister and be beautiful. That, in my mind, said, you're ugly, you're not beautiful, what if I never blossom? You know, these were all such negative things from an innocent remark that my mother had said. Maybe it wasn't the smartest remark, but it came out that way. So as a child growing up and as a young woman, I had my own lack of self-esteem from that. You know, always worrying how I looked, always checking myself in the mirror. All of that came from a lack of my own my own self confidence, self worth. Are we born with confidence? Um, our own personal identity starts at birth. So some of us are born with a stronger spirit than others, where some of us are born more sensitive to outside disturbances. I guess I believe our tendency for confidence is, is at birth, is part of our personal makeup. So, yes, I really do believe that we are either born with it or without it. Um, can can it be changed? Can it be fixed? Can it be added on? Absolutely. I mean, it's not something we know about from birth, but, but there's a, a, a predisposed personality uh, trait that we have at birth. So we can learn to be confident then. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. Once we discover why we lack it and where it comes from, then that's when we can start peeling off these layers of of low self-esteem. We take one negative situation at a time, and we diffuse it emotionally, basically. So it gives us an understanding that we now know that we have a need, that we need to turn it around, and we find the tools that we need to do this, so we start building ourselves up again. And, and turning it back and, 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 you know, finding a way to feel good about ourselves. Right. Tell me about your journey. My journey was um, I grew up in a, you know, a pretty normal childhood, happy. And um, but I, but I, I did not have a huge amount of self-esteem, which I wasn't aware of at the time. I got married. Um, my husband was an abusive alcoholic and that I had uh, got married, had a child with him, and I got to the point where I said, okay, this is not the life I want for myself or the baby, so I left. I left him. Uh, learned to live on my own. It was a very hard time being a single mom. And then I left, uh, got married again second time, had a second daughter, and then I had uh, found out that I had cervical cancer. So after going through that, the surgery and, and everything else that goes along with it, I had to, again, bounce back, build myself up again. And then my next catastrophic thing was that my older daughter became a um, a drug addict, and it was very dark, and it was very hard, and it was awful. Got through that, and um, and then my... My granddaughter um, was born with special needs. So 
you know, these are the highlights of my adversities in my journey. But through all of it, you know, I found my, my coping skills, my way of, of getting through everything. So that was my, my basic journey. So how did you get through all these adversities? <laughs> I've asked myself the same question many times. And then I finally realized that I had this enormous amount of resiliency. Uh, I was always able to find something positive, even in the most horrendous situation. So I, I knew that there was something special about me that got me through this. So I first I was always, you know, hiding this uh, secret, all these negative things in my life. And then one day I said, you know, I can't do this anymore. So I started telling everybody. I would meet the strangers on the street. I'd have a conversation. I'd start telling my story, pouring my heart out. And then I realized, that for every story I told, I was getting stories back. And I was um, embracing it for myself. At the same time, others were embracing me. So this is when I found that, that you know, my giving back was helping. And then I, I worked this formula for myself, which I call passion, compassion, gratitude, and confidence. And through that, I found my passion, my purpose, which, again, was, was my giving back and my sharing, um, and I learned through that about compassion, and, and gratitude for me was the most important uh, part of this formula. Once I found that I was able to use it, I, I couldn't feel sad and anger at the same time that I was feeling grateful. It was nearly impossible for me. So when I would feel the gratitude that, yes, okay, I went through these things, but I survived cancer, and I survived abuse and divorce, and I, you know, I, my daughter became healthy and well again, and all these things, I found the, the, the gratitude in it, and that helped me get through it. And then lastly, finding confidence gave me the tools that I, I needed to to go to heal, to find my happiness, and to and to be able to study hard, become a strategic life coach, to write books, do all the things that I'm doing now, without that confidence, I, I would not have been where I am today. Do men suffer lack of confidence the same as women? I also believe they do. I think their their confidence and self-worth is mostly connected to how they perceive their image, their own image. There's always that need for men to do what's expected of them as, as men, to maybe be, you know, excellent breadwinners and strong and, and macho and, you know, carry that, that um, personality trait that they have or, or, or not personality trait, but what, what's expected of them as men. So they need to feel confidence in their own competency. Um, some of them are, you know, when it comes to being a father even, some of them are, are, are so insecure in raising children. They're, they feel the fear that they have an inability to be good parents. They're, they're not sure if they'll bond with the child and if they know how to have a good relationship with them and so on. So I think they lack confidence very differently than women do. I, I really do. I hope none of them are angry hearing this, but that's what I believe. How does um, confidence play a part in a relationship? Um, I find with Without confidence, it's nearly impossible to have a healthy relationship. I feel that a person's own self-doubt becomes a source for them not to be able to trust in a relationship. I feel that they will um, they'll tend to feel like a victim. They're always looking for approval and praise. Uh, and, and they'll fall apart if they don't get it. So I feel that, you know, a confident person in a relationship is, is 
crucial that um that you know they they need their own strength their own identity um and I feel that with confidence it's it's much healthier I don't think it's um a good relationship if one person is, doesn't have high self esteem or high self worth and I feel that confidence self worth self esteem is all under the same umbrella of confidence so self love all of them um and it's it's a very important part of a human being. I mean, it's, it's it's crucial to have confidence to live a full, successful life. I I believe. How does being a confident parent affect their ch- children? Well, again, uh, parents are our first and most important role model. Um, if a child sees a parent that is insecure of themselves. Uh, you know, a child will mimic that behavior. I've seen the opposite happen too, where you come from a very strong, confident parent, and that child sees that parent, knows this is a positive personality trait, and they and they want to copy it. They want to be like their parent. They want to. A lot of times, a confident parent raises a child that ends up going to the same field as that they are in because they see that their confidence and their self worth gave them happiness and success in their careers and their relationships and their lives and so on and so on. Um, and again, if, if a child sees insecure parents, they this will pay, play a big part in their own uh, self-esteem issues, lack of self-esteem. Tell me about, the, uh, before we get to your new book, tell me a little bit about your first book. Uh, what does it, what's, what does the book contain and what is it about? And then we'll go into your new book and, and, also, then we can let people know how they can reach you to get the book and contact you. For You do coaching sure. as well, don't you? Yes, I do. I do private coaching. I do telephone coaching. I've even started Facebook coaching, which has turned out to be a, a real surprise, but working very oh, well. That's good. All right, well, tell me about your first book. My first book, um, called Confidence for Women, Internal, External, Eternal, is in three parts that I, I put it purposely for the uh, internal part of our confidence is from the beginning, how we, again, feel about ourselves, our outside influences growing up, and um, how it shaped us in the, through childhood, through our school years, our relationships with people, um, and our, uh, you know, about finding who we are and how we got to be that way. Then um, once you find that out, you go on to the external part of the book, which is the second part, the uh, external confidence, which then you've got an understanding. So now you've got tools, which I teach you how to use them, how to show the world externally how confident you are now in your relationships, in your in your careers, in how you look, from your posture to your to your um, style, to your hair, to your makeup, to everything about you on an external basis. And this is the external part of the confidence. And then the last and third part of the book is the eternal. So now that you've got this clear understanding, you know how to show the world, what are you going to do to keep it and use it forward for the rest of your life eternally? And that's where we talk about a confidence path, a um, you know, more or less like a, a like a life path. Like, what is it that you want to do with your life now that you're confident? Now that you're not a victim anymore? Now that you have 
you know yourself more. What, what is it that you want to change in your life? And, and, and to go on and to practice it because how can it be? For some, it comes easy. For some, it doesn't. And you need to have a constant reminder of where you've come and where you are now and not to fall back because some people can slip. You know, it could be a time when something can trigger a memory or a thought or a feeling and you'll go right into that feeling of low self-esteem or, again, feeling like a victim, uh, being taken advantage of. And then you kind of have to dissect it almost immediately so that you don't slip back. And those are the strategies I try to try to give the reader in the in the third part of the book. Wow. And um, on your new book you're writing, Bounce Back Women, I understand. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about that. And I understand you have some really famous people that are going to be part of that book. I do, I do. We as women that have suffered this extreme adversities in our life, um, some of us have become very extremely successful in spite of it or because of it. Um, so the book is a collection of stories written by the women. Um, and throughout the story, you know, in between the stories, I will be putting in um, my own lessons and, you know, talk about resiliency and, and bouncing back as women. But the stories are, are you know, short little uh parts of their adversity and what they went through, their backstory, their adversity, their strategies, the tools they use, and their successes. And these stories are written by women such as, I have three Olympians, I have celebrities, I have artists, lawyers, doctors, creative, successful women. Um, uh, I have um, every, every walk of life, age, I mean, you can't even imagine, but they're just amazing stories from, I mean, horrible stories from, from loss of a child, uh, again, abuse, um, illness, um, just terrible things that have happened to them, but their unbelievable resiliency is, is what sets them apart. And that's, this is something that, again, they're born with um, and but can be learned. And that's the point of the book, that whoever has suffered similar adversities as these women, they can know. They don't have to just stay home and, and sleep on the couch all day and eat junk food and watch TV, but they can get up, get out, and have a full life, have a successful life, look wonderful, feel wonderful. And this is what I, I'm hoping that the book will, will bring to the reader. And then besides the book, it's a platform for me to use for my speaking, and, and I'm hoping to bring this across other media, media channels as well as the book. Um, one of the things, I think it's wonderful because there's maybe other people out there that think they're the only one going through something, and when you they read your books, they're going to find out they're not alone. There's others that have been there and done it and, and came through it. Um, as a bounce back woman, you know, and that that's great. How can uh, people reach you? Uh, it can be reached on my website. Um, they can reach me either by MerylHartstein.com or BounceBackWomen.com. Okay, spell the last name. Spell your name so that everybody has it right. M-E-R-Y-L. Last name is H-A-R-T-S-T-E-I-N. And, and then again, your, they can, and again, they can just go to bouncebackwomen.com. And that's women with an E-N. Correct. 
and uh, so um, you, you're you want to you're actually looking to be able to speak out at, at different places. You're looking for people that ha- are going through some of these things that perhaps, with your experience, you can coach them back to a successful life. And what else are you looking for? Um, well, I find that you know through my coaching and my speaking, I reach a lot of women. Um, again, through Facebook, I can be reached on Facebook through um, Meryl Hartstein, um, and uh, or Bounce Back Women again. Um, and you know, I, I I look to really, I work with other organizations as far as um, charity organizations. So um, people have some kind of charity function coming up. Anything I um, do, I always give back to a charity. In fact, even if I do a book signing, let's say for a charity, I give a portion of the book sales back to them also. So and I'm all about giving back. That's like my main purpose. And that is really what 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 fuels my fire is is the giving back. Where um what part of the country are you in? I'm in the New York area. In New York. Oh, well yeah. I can connect you with some of our NAFI networks in New York and maybe you can uh, are you in upstate or near um I'm forty minutes north of Manhattan, so I'm I'm in and out of many times during the week and also oh, I'm good. up north in the suburbs, so it's very easy oh, access to me. Well, I will send NAFI your uh information because they have some networks in New York and they're always looking for speakers as well. Oh that would be great, Robbie. Thank you. So let's Very tell them one more time how they can uh, they can can they get the book buy the book online and when is the new book due out? Okay, the book the first book is coming out online uh, within the next eight weeks, um, it, and that will be on Amazon, Barnes and Noble. You can get it on your iPad, your Nook, and your Kindle. Um, it might also be in some in some Barnes and Noble stores, which I will put up on my website when I find that out. Um, m- my publisher, we might be adding another word to the to the uh, cover title, which would be Shine, Confidence oh. for Women. So um, yeah. I'm, I'm all about shining, and, and really shine is what I do now, and that's because I found my confidence. So. Um, that will be, uh, but that will be up on my website shortly, so people will be able okay, to find that. Okay, so they can keep going back to www.merlehartstein at Steen, and it's H A R S T E I N, right? H A R T S T E I N. S T E I N dot com, or bounce back woman with an E dot com. Yes. Exactly. And is there on your website? Are there is there information about your coaching and Yes, uh, my posting, my speaking. Um, there's a form if they want to become a bounce back member. They could just fill out their name and email, and I'll be sending newsletters out and stuff on that. And um, there's contact information, and I'm always available. So, you know, even if, if you know, and a lot of times I, I do a, a free coaching session with them, and, you know, just to evaluate to see if, if they need it. And many times through Facebook, I just, I'm there to help and there to just, you know, be somebody that they can they can talk to and, and can get some help, you know, free of charge because I love to do that also. So uh, on your on your website, is is there a place that they can email you as well or would you like to give them your email address? I'll give you my email address, which is fine, but they can also do that through my contact form. But my email address is again Merrill at Yahoo dot com. 
Well, this has been wonderful, and I know that there's a lot of people out there that could certainly, you know, they think they're out there alone, but they're not, and they can certainly learn some of your great tips that you, you know, came through uh, about using their passion, compassion, gratitude, and confidence. And once they, you know, learn that, they'll begin to thrive just like you have. So it's been wonderful having you on the air. We're uh, almost out of time. Uh, Is there there some kind of tip or something you'd like to leave with our listeners before we um, um, end our conversation and just sort of give them an idea of what's coming up next week? Okay. I just think that the most important thing to know is that as women, when we bond together, there is so much strength within us that um, never feel embarrassed, never feel foolish. Just know that as women, we all feel the same and we all think the same and there's nothing wrong with you. you you're, you're always doing great and we know that you do the best you can, so never give up hope. There's always something out there better, so just never give up hope and just know that you can bounce back. That's the most important thing. Well, that's great. I I, I just love your your. Uh, ideas and thoughts and um, we'll certainly spread the word and uh, keep me posted when the book is ready and I'll email the information out to my uh, database. Okay, great. And, and uh, so thank you again for being on Diva Strategies for Success. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, my pleasure. After the show is done going live, it gets archived, and we get a lot of people that go back and listen to it at their convenience. So I think last week we had 1,400 people, 1,486 or something like that. So um, you've been listening to Diva Strategies for Success. Next week we have another great uh, guest. Her name is Stephanie Campbell. And she's going to tell us some free ways to promote a business on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and how to promote your business on a blog, plus a lot of other things. So be sure to tune in. And if you can't tune in live, go back to the archives and you can listen to any of the shows because every one of these women who come from all across the country are incredible. Again, this is Robbie Motter of Diva Strategies for Success. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Bye now.